so nervous. Ah. I'm just gonna treat this as a conversation. I assume. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. We are hidden among us. All right, good. That oh was God. good. That was great. How was your week? Binge watching American Horror Story. Oh, what season are you at? Coven. Coven. I didn't really uh, like Coven though. I just finished Coven. What do you think about the finale? I was like, eh, a bit. Right. I feel like I don't know. I feel like from the first season till later seasons of American Horror Story, I feel like. They they put in more effort into gore than anything scary. I don't know. That was my personal feeling. So I sort of oh, like tapered like away. Like, it was so good, but I don't know. I like that they tried to do the sisterhood thing, but then like it all started crumbling down quite fast. <laughs> right. Also the that that plot point with what's his name Kyle the the zombie not zombie like uh, Frankenstein yeah, yeah. or whatever. I was just like, where was that gonna go? Uh. I mean, the cast is so good though. Yeah. Oh Angela Bassett. Angela Kathy Bassett Bates. is so good. Oh my god. What was her name? M- Mama. I forgot. I can't remember her <laughs> name, but she is so good. Uh okay, watch watch season eight Apocalypse. It's good. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, what about you, Shan? I wanted to watch it. I told you guys, right? I wanted to watch it, but it's just that I haven't really got a time to commit to it yet. What what season would you recommend? Is good. Okay, I recommend season one, which is Murder House. Like the the original season is always the best. Season mm-hmm. two, Asylum. Asylum is, in my opinion, pretty underrated. Uh, Coven is pretty good. That season three, Coven is pretty fun. Uh, season eight, Apocalypse. Apocalypse is. It's a mess, but it's an enjoyable mess. I don't know how to explain it. You kind of don't have to watch the previous seasons to understand what happens in the next season, right? Uh, nope. No, but for season 8, right, which is Apocalypse, they do a crossover with Murder House and Coven. So, oh. yeah, I mean, you can watch on its own, but if you watch Murder House and Coven, you can understand the sort of Easter eggs they throw in. Okay. Okay, I think I'll watch it, like, after I'm done with the movie that I'm currently watching. What are you watching now? It's a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. It's, like, less than two hours, I think. And it's really interesting. What's it about? Yeah, it's on my watch list. (laughs) It's, like, a critique of society. I'm not going to spoil it for you, because, like, once I tell you what it is critiquing, it's self-explanatory. So you should go and watch it yourself. And don't read anything about it before you watch it. Like, just watch it. What language was it again? Spanish. Nice. Spanish shows have been like really high quality and like right. I've noticed on Netflix not just like Money Heist but there were others there was this one where it's like this murder mystery on a ship or something. the production quality yeah, looks so good it. it just looked really interesting I just haven't gotten around it because um, I procrastinate everything mm-hmm. <laughs> Honda please stop attacking me mm-hmm. uh, I didn't say anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, we both know that though yeah, um, yeah, there's another Spanish drama that is pretty good. If you guys have heard of it. Elite? Which one? Oh, Elite. Uh, have you guys heard of it? Familiar. Yes. I think it's one of the same people who... It's a thriller. Yeah, yeah, it's a thriller. It's a thriller. Is it? I, I feel like it is. Cause like, yeah, I know it's a thriller and there's murder. So I'm not interested to watch it too. Yeah, but I have this 
thing against like high school dramas. <laughs> I don't know, like something about the high school setting just like puts me off in general. And they don't look like high schoolers. They, yeah, they don't look like high schoolers. I'm like, what goes like on? 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> oh my god, don't even oh, yeah. we started on 13 Reasons Why. But like the final season is coming up. Yep, mm. next week. Next week, it's yeah. next week. Mm, June fifth. Mm. <gasps> May has come to. It's end. June already, Chris. Yep. I cannot. Every time I think about the fact that May has come to an end, I literally lose my freaking mind. I cannot believe May has come to an end. Like half the year yeah. has gone by. Mm-hmm. And what did we do? What did we accomplish? <laughs> Stay, at Stay at home. <laughs> Chris continued staying home. Oh my god, okay, stop it. There's nothing in my neighborhood to do, okay? Like, I don't know, take a walk. Not if there's anything to do, you can do anything also. Stop it. I'm I'm a cancer, so I'm a homebody. It's in my blood, it's in my genes. Excuse us. (laughs) The government must love you. Oh my god, the government must love me. I'm like the model citizen. They were like, don't go out of the house, and I just never left. (laughs) <laughs> I go out Wait, do, you, do you not even go out for groceries? I mean, my, my dad goes out to get groceries <laughs> I, I go out in Animal Crossing Okay, <laughs> I take period runs around my little island I say hello to all my villagers So, um, oh, one of my villagers like moved out yesterday And I cried for like a good 15 minutes Because no. I didn't mean for him to leave <laughs> because there was other villager in the campsite, right? And I was like, oh my god, he's so cute. He was like a little demon baby. So I was like, okay, move into my town. But when he moved into my town, like the resident services were like, oh, we need somebody else to move out. And they wanted to move out this villager called Shep, who is like my son. But I was like, okay, fine. Let me let Shep go. I can handle it. And then I went to his house and he had boxes everywhere and I just started crying really in real life crying for 15 minutes about him no yeah are you okay chris uh no i cry every time a villager leaves like it's 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 not good <laughs> i just cry mm. a lot playing animal and animal crossing is supposed to be this therapeutic game but oh well remember the last time i told me a story about your sims <gasps> my vampire sim Yes. I couldn't take yeah. him out anywhere because he kept eating people and everyone hated <laughs> him. Oh my god. Like, in Sims 4, there's like this reputation thing and like, my husband's one was all the way at the bottom. Everyone just hated him because he just ate everyone. Ouch. Ouch. Oh my god. I felt it. I felt it. <laughs> A great marriage. <laughs> I should go back to playing The Sims. Mm. Oh my god. You should. I should. But I spend my entire day playing Animal Crossing. Like, I don't do anything. I just run around my entire island. I can run around my island for hours. You eventually get bored of it, I'm sure. Oh, a lot of people are getting bored of it, but here I am, running around <laughs> my island, crying over villagers. I still haven't played it. Have you played it, Honda? No. I'm not a game type of person. Oh Okay. My god. Okay, well... Same, same. Not here to judge. <laughs> no, you were totally not judging you too, Chris. <laughs> this is workplace harassment. <laughs> this is cyberbullying. 
If you sure. say so, Chris. If you say so. Okay. I'm not the one with a vampire husband. <laughs> <laughs> and crying over, like, villages. Okay, first of all, my villages are precious to me. <laughs> okay, like, Shep, Shep was my son, okay? My S-U-N and S-O-N. Oh, At first, I thought God. you spelled son wrongly. <laughs> Stop! Oh, yeah, I also was like, please. <laughs> uh, I'm a mid student. I, I should be getting it right. Should be. Uh. You should be getting it right. Okay, so... <laughs> um, I have a story for all of you. Okay. It's, it's a wild one. I was I was researching this and I was like man this this guy is crazy like <laughs> Okay so my story comes from South Korea which mm. like a year ago I was there today I miss it so much Oh summer today Yeah I was in On Korea this yeah, this oh, day wow. I was in Korea last year. It was like it's the not... end of our... Like, the, the trip was ending already. Mm. But it's only last year. <laughs> yeah, it was only last year. Oh my god. Every time I think... Time has passed. Yeah, every time I think about a Korea trip, I think it was like 10,000 years ago. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, it, I feel like it was really long ago. Right? I mean, it was... It's the year of April. It's so long. It's quite wild how time flies so quickly. <laughs> Okay, so um, this story takes place in South Korea. And, like, this story occurred, like, a few years ago. It happened, like, 2003, 2004. Would mm-hmm. you consider that a while ago? <laughs> uh, I have no concept of time, so whatever. Okay, so this is the story of Yu Yong Chul. Chul, Chul, my Korean <laughs> professor is... I hope she never hears this. <laughs> Yu Yong Chul, aka the raincoat killer. Okay. Raincoat? So, yeah, the raincoat killer. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. This story is a little long. At least I think it's a little long, but it's it's a wild one. Like it's it's a whole it's it's a doozy, okay? Okay, I'm ready. I got my popcorn. Okay, yes. <laughs> get your popcorn, get your snacks, get your drinks, everything. Okay, so Yu, Yu Young Chul, so Yu, was born on 18 April 1970 in Seoul, South Korea. So after Yu was born, his parents separated. So he went to live with his father in the Mapo district of Seoul. Hmm. Anyway, so um, he was raised by his grandmother uh, with his siblings. So his grandmother raised um, the family after that. So Yu's parents were blue-collar workers and had a lot of money problems. His classmates bullied him because of this. Uh, remember this point for later, okay? So Yu was interested in the arts in school. Lol, us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, woo! Art students, yes, go arts. Art solidarity. So Yu played the guitar, he sang, he painted, he read poetry all through elementary school. This wow. actually sounds like me, but I can't sing nor paint, so like, never mind. That's pretty impressive. I know, right? He loved the arts so much, he tried to apply for arts in high school, but he got rejected. So he had to apply mm. for technical school. Oh no. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Mm, sorry, you. I would cry if I had to go to technical school. What is technical school, actually? Is it like your engineering? 
Yeah, I think it's, I like think it's hand, the more hand labor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, Korea is is known for their tech and stuff like that, right? So, yeah, I most get. people go into the industry. No, I was just thinking in general, like about how arts is perceived in Asia. So mm-hmm. either way, if this guy went to arts, for example, like singing or painting, like, I was wondering how his society would have perceived him. Considering here in Singapore itself that if you go into arts or whatever, like painting, like pure arts, people automatically have this assumption that you're going to be poor and you're not going to like make it, you're not going to succeed in life. Because there's this very narrow view of what success is. Mm. And it doesn't apply to arts. Mm. So, yeah, it was worse back then, considering the story was a while back. Yeah, and this is in like the 1990s. So those sentiments were definitely yeah. more rife back then. Okay, mm. so mm-hmm. this is where the story gets a little interesting. So it's during this period of time when he's like in technical school that you started committing crime. So he started off mm. with theft in 1988 and then in 1991 he was sentenced to 10 months in prison for the same crime this guy already has like a criminal past he he's already spent time in prison in june 23 1993 which is like literally a day after my birthday like no a day before (laughs) a day before 23 comes before 24 okay never mind just plugging (laughs) plugging my birthday in there so, on June 23rd, 1993, you married his girlfriend. So, yay. Okay. Yay, you. <laughs> yay, you. <laughs> oh, my God, Chris. I am hilarious. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, I'm laughing so hard right now. I am. <laughs> okay. But he was sentenced eight months in prison for theft. On October 26th, 1994, you's first son was born. So you think this guy would change for the better, but nope. It gets worse because in 95, he was caught for selling child pornography. Then in 98, he was sentenced to two years in prison for theft, forgery, and identity theft. Wow, I think he has. The escalation. Yeah, the escalation. I'm telling you, it gets worse. The man's list of crimes is so long, but like you, y- y'all gotta stick with me. In 2000, he was arrested and sentenced to three years and six months in prison for sexual abuse. Uh, if I'm not wrong, this was sexual abuse of a minor. But like, yeah. Mm. Big yikes. Um, okay. After all this shit, like, you's wife did as is, I... I'm going to head out and divorces him on 27th October 2000. You know, like, I was okay. wondering, like, what made her stick with him for so long? You know? No, what made her fall in love in the first place? That's what I want to know. Right. I mean, okay, at first, I guess, like, you fall in love with this guy and then he commits crimes like theft. So, I feel like theft is, like, one of your, like, lower tier of crimes. Mm. But then this guy moves on to, like, selling... Sexual child, abuse. Yeah, sexual abuse, selling child porn, and it's just... He had a son all this while, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, so, at this point, you're like, Chris, isn't he the raincoat killer? He's killed no one yet. Well, patience, young Padawan. Okay, this line sounded a lot more funnier in my head when I wrote it down. Don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, no worry, Shen's laughing. <laughs> it's, like, it's one of those courtesy laughs, like, alright, uh, cute <laughs> laughter. So on September 11, 2003, you finally gets released from prison and then, right, 
get excited. Actually, don't get excited because the story takes a turn. On September 24, 2003, you breaks into the home of a wealthy couple in their 70s in Gangnam Gu, Seoul. The home belongs to a university professor named Lee Dok Soon, named aged 72. You mm-hmm. proceeds to stab him in the neck with a knife. Then you bludgeons both Lee Dok Soo and his wife Lee Eun Ok to death with a hammer. You then proceeds to stage the murder to look like a robbery gone wrong. Okay. When I, wow. When I read this, I was like, "Holy shit!" He bludgeoned them to death with a hammer. What was his motive? Hang in there. Okay. Hang in there. All right. Okay. Okay. Yu's second crime takes place on October ninth, two thousand and three, in Jongno-gu, Seoul. Oh my god, my Korean professor! Please just never hear this. Pronunciation <laughs> <laughs> is all over the place. Okay, an eighty-five-year-old woman, Kang Eun-sun, son, was bludgeoned to death with a hammer. Kang Eun-sun's sixty-year-old daughter, Lee Suk-jin. Comes running down the stairs only to meet with you. He then kicks her in the stomach and demands to know if there were more people in the house. She tells him that her husband and son are upstairs, so you goes to find them. And I'm really sorry for the next part, but you basically discovers her disabled son Go Jin Soo, and he forces him to kneel down, and then proceeds to hammer him to death. Mm. I thought that was an elderly pattern, but then, well, this one's a shocker. Okay. I mean, that that too. There's um, the first victim, eighty-five year old Kang Eun-san is eighty-five, and then her daughter is sixty. But if mm-hmm. I'm not wrong, um, Kang Eun, uh, Lee Sujin, the Lee Sujin, the daughter, her son was in his thirties. If I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hugh's third murder occurs on October 16th, 2003. He kills Yoo Jun-hee, who was a wife of a millionaire. Yoo breaks into her home and threatens her with a knife, then demands to know if anyone else is home. When Yoo Jun-hee says there's no one else, he drags her to the bathroom and bludgeons her to death. She's later discovered by her son at 1.30pm, but later dies at 2pm. Okay. Yeah, yikes. Okay, there's more. Youth force murder happens on November 18th. Yu breaks into the home of 87-year-old Kim Jong-suk. He's spotted by Kim Jong-suk's housekeeper, Bae Ji-hae, who asks who he was. So Yu flashes her his knife and demands to know where the master bedroom is. Bae Ji-hae takes him there to find the homeowner, Kim Jong-suk, laying in bed. He proceeds to, yeah, bludgeon him to death with his hammer. This gets bad, okay? So, bear with me. The housekeeper was actually holding a baby at this time and tried to protect it, but you took the child from her, placed it on a sofa and covered it with a blanket and then bludgeoned the housekeeper to death. He eventually tries to open a safe but accidentally cuts himself. In order to destroy evidence, you sets the house on fire. Oh wow! Yeah, and the baby's still inside. 
Yeah. Um, the baby was eventually rescued. I was like, thank uh. God when I rescued. Whoa, wow. Oh, uh, okay. But at least he covered the baby. I mean, is that really a saving grace? Like, No, no, no. But, okay, I, I doubt the baby will have any memory of it. I wonder how the baby is doing today though. Yeah. The baby would be like, like, I mean, on, yeah, like on the on the bright side, I don't think the baby would have any memories or recollection mm. of what happened. But it's just it's so tragic, you know, like its grandfather was bludgeoned, like a very mm. violent death. Mm. Yeah. So if you think if you thought those things were wild, right? I'm telling you, it, it gets wilder. So you meet an escort in December and they begin to date. But then she discovers his criminal record and immediately is like, hell no, bro. And becomes <laughs> him. Like she she legit was like, um, your criminal past is as long as like a receipt at Sephora. So I'm just going to leave you right now. So up until now, Yu's ammo was killing wealthy people with his hammer. But after getting dumped, I, something... Something must have shifted in him because use pattern changes, which I thought was really fascinating because like, oh my god, is that a car again? No, oh, it's a motorbike. It's a motorbike. And like, your neighborhood is just wild. And sometimes, yeah, at 2 a.m., people just at 2 roam past. Oh my yeah. god. So there's like a park right outside my house and sometimes I see trucks, like huge trucks there and I don't know how they get in. <laughs> oh well. Okay, so anyway, um Yu's pattern of like murders at this part at this point has so far been bludgeoning wealthy people, wealthy elderly people to death, right? But after this breakup, um his MO sort of changes and I thought it was fascinating because usually serial killers stick to one sort of pattern. I could be wrong. Mm. Yeah. So mm. On February 6th, okay, I think they do shift also, like according to the circumstances. <clears throat> Maybe. It's just that for Yu Yong Chol, like he seemed to have like a very specific type. Like it's very niche, like wealthy elderly people. Yeah. yeah. And his yeah. choice weapons. Yeah, and his choice weapon was a hammer, which yeah. I personally think is very like unheard of. Usually mm, it's very brutal. It's yeah, it's very brutal. And then to me it's very personal. Yeah, you have to be very up yeah. Like, yeah. nobody say that um, knives show that it was very personal, right? But, like, the brutality that comes with a hammer and, like, bludgeoning them to death is just, for me, very strange and very unheard of. Yeah, and most of the time, I, I feel like if you use this kind of weapon, it would be, like, because you want to kill someone that you have, like, a huge kind of, like, emotion or hatred towards. But yeah. this is someone he has never met. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the other thing I was thinking about. Like, it's the fact that these are, like, random people that he has no connections with. And the other thing is, like, for every murder in these houses, like, he made it look like a robbery gone wrong. Mm. But the thing is, like, he never stole anything. So, like, who are you trying to fool here, right? Mm. Okay, so uh. on February 6th, he stabbed a woman, uh, John Hyoshil, in the chest. And then three days later, he kills a street vendor named Mr. Chong. And sets his van on fire. And at this point, I was reading this and I was like, he stabs a random woman in the chest and then sets a street vendor's van on fire. And I'm like, mm, what goes on? Is he like unraveling or something? 
Yeah, I feel like he is. Like, this this feels like a Criminal Minds episode. <laughs> okay, then shit really hits the fan because on March 16th, he chokes 23-year-old Kwon Jin-hee to death and then cuts her up into pieces and dumps them on a trail near Sogang University. Wow, that's really drastic. It's it's really a huge change. And the thing is, right, um, I know friends who went to Sogang for their immersion program. Wow. And I'm mm-hmm. just imagining, like, I'm just imagining 2003 and finding these random body parts near your university. Like, imagine running to class because you're late and, like, you you trip over a torso or something. Oh, oh my God. I can't. Ugh. What are you imagining? <laughs> I don't... I mean, dude, it's so brutal. He cut her up into pieces. It's just... I'm not really curious on, like, what made him shift. I know. Okay, so on April 14th, you killed An Jason, who was a vendor who scammed him by selling him fake Viagra. Uh, <laughs> you wrestled him into his van, handcuffed him, and murdered him. And then... Okay, take a deep breath, guys. And then he freaking saws off An Jason's hands... And throw oh, wow. them away in plastic bags. Oh, damn. Ew. What the heck? Uh, I mean, you was always violent, but this is just... This is just a very quick escalation. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm so sorry. Then on May 8th, 2004, you lures a 25-year-old escort to his apartment and bludgeoned, and bludgeoned her unconscious. He then decapitates her in his bathroom, smashes her head, mutilates her body, and buries her remains near Bongwon Temple in Sodemon Gu. Mm. He decapitates her, dude. Oh my god. Oh, that takes some skill, though. Yeah, and it's just... It's just so violent. It is. Why is he so angry for? Yeah, what is he so angry for? And okay, here's the thing. From May 7th to 16th July, right, he murders eight more women the same way. So he he lures eight more women into his home. He decapitates them in his bathroom. He smashes their heads, mutilates their bodies, and then like buries their remains. I just, I can't even comprehend it at this point. Mm. And like, by now, you has like murdered about 19 people. I might be wrong. Mm. I'm a lit student. Oops. Counting <laughs> Okay, so you was ultimately arrested on June 15th, 2004 with the help of an owner of a massage parlor. So I was researching this, right? And there's this one uh, website that I came across that said that actually these owners of these massage parlors were actually pimps. And it sort of made sense because um, use MO, his second MO, I guess, was killing escorts. And it's a lucrative business, so it's definitely taking advantage of the black market in, um, in, in, in South Korea. So the owners of these massage parlors were actually pimps. So what actually happened was these pimps sort of realized that something was amiss because several of their employees were going missing. So they actually worked together with the police to arrest them. So what happened was that the pimps and people working at these massage parlors realized that they were getting a phone call from the same person and several of their workers went missing. So they eventually ambushed him 
and found him chewing phone call phone cards. I don't know what those are. And carrying fake police badges. So what you did was he used these fake police badges to lure in these escorts. And if you go online and if you search Rainco Killer or Yu Young Chul, right, you can actually find the picture he used for his fake police badge. It's really creepy. So you confessed to killing 19 people, specifically targeting wealthy senior citizens and masseuses. Remember how you said about how he was bullied in school for being poor? Mm-hmm. Early on. Yeah, so this was the reason why he went after these rich elderly people. It was because he was bullied. He was just really spiteful and angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he started killing escorts because of the... But group. why elderly? Right, I was wondering why elderly. Uh, maybe it's because they're more defenseless. Or maybe it's... Oh. Maybe that. Or maybe it's... You know you know the whole idea of like generation wealth? Is it, am I using the term right? But it's like, you know, older people who are rich because they have all this accumulated wealth. Mm. Wow, yeah. But I thought the first people who would murder would be the people that bullied him. Right. But no, he was just like really spiteful and angry over the fact that he was bullied for being poor. So he killed all these elderly rich people. Mm. Yeah. Why did it take so long to like catch it? Okay, so apparently um, the police actually couldn't find physical evidence that linked to Yu Yong Chol. Yeah. I didn't know like CCTV cameras or something. Yeah, I... Mm, I don't know. You... How did you... How did you <laughs> get away with it? <laughs> Be proud of yourself. I am so funny. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. He also started killing escorts because of the girlfriend who dumped him after learning of his criminal past. Um, apparently, his, his wife, his first wife, his wife, his previous wife, <laughs> yeah apparently she worked as a masseuse as well so that only filled in but it's just oh. it's such a huge jump though like mm. you're you're first killing all these rich elderly people and suddenly you you jump to young escorts young women Ugh. yeah yeah okay so here's Wait, the thing why is he called a raincoat killer okay hold on Hold on. (laughs) Oh my god. So, okay. So, here's the other thing. He also confessed to removing and eating some of his victims' livers to cleanse himself. No. No. I know, right? I read this and I was like, what the heck? This was never actually proven. Yeah, because there's no way for them to prove it. Wait, wait, they could have, right? Yeah, like, I mean, they could have checked for, like, missing livers. But, like, um, I guess they found no evidence that it actually happened. <sighs> wow. I, I know. Okay, so, while in custody, you feigned epileptic symptoms and escaped from police after his restraints were loosened. So, essentially, he pretended to have... Um, what the a, hell? Yeah, he pretended to have fits and Whoa. then they loosened his... Um, restraints he like he up and ran dude like he ran out of there but he was arrested again 12 hours later <laughs> so what, was, is it 12 hours? yeah 12 hours later the police were just like you're, you're no Ted Bundy dude just just get arrested oh yeah <laughs> okay 
His first court appearance was on September 6, 2004, where he apologised to the families of his victims. But here's the thing. He also said that he had no intention of stopping his killing spree. Then two weeks later, he lunged at three judges and recanted his confession of John Hirschel's death. He even attempted suicide before his court appearance on October 2nd and attacked the spectator for cursing him three weeks later. Eventually, on December 13th, Yu was found guilty of the murder of 20 people and is currently still incarcerated as sole detention sister. As sister. Sole detention sister. <laughs> wow, my brain is just all over the place. Um, so the thing here is, right, the last time the death penalty was carried out in South Korea was back in 1997. And um, before before use case, uh, the courts were actually thinking of abolishing the death penalty. But mm-hmm. after um, Yu's story came to light, more and more people began to support having capital punishment. But the thing is, um, South Korea until today, I think, it's like, you know, in the US where they, they try not to give the death penalty so they keep them locked up. So I think mm-hmm. we're doing with you right now. Okay. Uh. So, Honda, you asked why he's called the raincoat killer. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I too was like, in none of these courses, <laughs> you're telling me why he's the raincoat killer. So, I finally found it after doing some researching. Uh, this actually comes from... Uh, a, a subreddit is that what it's called is that what the it's called mm-hmm. a subreddit it's called um, the let's not meet subreddit apparently it's a it's a it's a subreddit where people who have like very close encounters with death or something not death like all these killers and like dangerous situations so this story happened to Whale Baboon's mom's friend in Korea so the friend lived in an apartment complex in Seoul. She was a stay-at-home mom with a young daughter. One day, she was coming home after running some errands and got into the elevator in her building with her daughter. When she got in, she realised that there was a man wearing a yellow raincoat and cap standing beside her. He kept his head low to hide his face so she couldn't see it. Immediately, this woman felt uncomfortable so she pushed her daughter to stand away from him. So she goes to press her floor number and this, and she notices that this guy in the yellow raincoat doesn't press for his floor. Mm-hmm. So by now, this woman is really, really uncomfortable. And she notices that he's carrying something wrapped in newspaper close to his face. So freaking out, she pretends to call her husband, even though, she, even though at this point he's at work. And she says like, hey, I'm in the elevator. Please help me open the door when I get there. And when she finally reaches her floor, she grabs her daughter and quickly walks towards her home. But she notices that this strange man comes out of the elevator and is following her. When she finally reaches her house, she starts to bang on it and was like, honey, please open the door. You know, like, open it, please. And she sort of pretended like her husband was coming, but... Remember, her husband's at work. He's not at home. At this point, the man in the yellow raincoat sees her and I guess he realises that there's somebody at home, like, you know, the husband. So he turns and walks away. So taking this chance, she goes to unlock her door. 
But here's the thing. In South Korea, they don't use keys. They use passcode lock. Mm. So as she goes to type in her passcode, the buttons make a sound. And this guy in the yellow raincoat realizes that there's actually no one at home and he's trying to get in by herself. So mm-hmm. he turns around and starts running towards her. And wow. like, this woman, she like, she finally manages to open the door and she literally throws her daughter in and gets in and she, as she goes to shut the door, like the, the guy in the yellow raincoat appears and like, he's literally inches away from opening the door or like shoving a weapon in and she manages to close the door. And then several months later, as this woman is watching the news, she recognizes the guy in the yellow raincoat. It was Yu Yong Chul. So that's where he gets the name um the raincoat killer. Oh. Interesting. That was a wild ride. And um the thing is right at this point there was another killer killer who was active called the Rainy Thursday Killer, who I will do a story on at some point. So, <laughs> a lot of the investigation was like, a lot of people were like, really confused because was it Yu Young Chul who killed these people or was it the Rainy Thursday Killer? It was just, oh my god, it was crazy. So, wow. yeah. Anyway, it's like a whole K drama by itself. It's a whole K drama by itself, this, right? Oh my god, this is crazy. Anyway, so that is the story of the raincoat killer, aka Yu Young Chol. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. That was that was scary. I was just I was just trying to imagine the woman like. It's literally a scene out of a movie. Or like, right. a drama, as you said, Shan, like, you, you're like running into your house and there's this killer coming. Oh my God, I can't even imagine. Like, I'd be so scared yeah, to like go home and I, if someone's in the elevator. That's the thing. And like, oh my goodness. Like, can you imagine the panic at that point of time? Like, you find out that at first, like, all these elderly people are getting killed and you're like, oh no, so you, like, try to keep your grandparents or whatever safe. And then later, you start realising that it's young women who are getting killed. And as, like, a woman yourself, you're like, oh my god, like, how are you going to even protect yourself? And the thing with Young Chol is, like, he lured them into his apartment. Like, he used his... um, He used, like women like escorts like women who, who who are generally not very protected and he mm. used like a fake police badge to like to reel them in and oh god this is wow. wild I'm not getting the leaf anymore <laughs> wow gonna take I'm also time. not going I'm gonna avoid everybody wearing yellow raincoats from today onwards the yellow raincoat reminds me from like it the movie It. Yeah. The boy you know, with the yellow raincoat. Do you know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of Paddington Bear, but he doesn't wear a <laughs> yellow raincoat, right? I think he's yellow. And red? Yes. Oh, what's it? Blue. No, I think he wears the blue raincoat. Uh, I think oh, oh, it's blue, it's blue. It's blue. It's blue. I don't know why I thought Paddington Bear. Please. Oh, it's because his boots are yellow. Oh, okay. Do you know, my Animal Crossing character has like, 
a yellow raincoat ensemble. Like, uh, she has like a, <laughs> she has you? Like, like she has a yellow cap, a yellow raincoat, and yellow boots. So, guess I'm tossing that out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Is there any like shows that are based off his serial? I think it'd be so interesting to watch. Okay, so apparently, um, there is a Criminal Minds episode that Ooh. was like inspired by this case. Uh, I don't know what it was. I think it was episode eleven or something. I don't know. I don't which know which season. <laughs> yes, which season? Episode then. eleven. <laughs> I can't remember, but basically, um, apparently there was an episode that's inspired by this guy. Alright, uh, Honda, do you have a story for us? Smooth transition. Smooth transition. This is the best segue ever in any podcast history. This is it. Mm-hmm. More podcasts should learn from my, my segues, my transitions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... You know, the more scary things are, like, the mundane. Oh, no, I'm... It's like, something that... There's something that you might do. And then, like, when you do that thing that you heard in the story, then you'll be like, oh, no. I'm scared. Because, like, yeah. cause, like, watching, like, horror I'm stories scared. about ghosts and stuff, it's, like, it's, it feels removed sometimes. Uh-huh. And, like, you don't relate to it. But this one, maybe you can relate to it. I'm scared. Honda. <laughs> I haven't even started yet. You haven't even started. You made it sound so creepy. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm going to keep quiet. <laughs> so, you know, do you guys use Street View before, like, on Google Maps? I don't think I... You know, like, where... Um, I can't read maps. <laughs> you know when you pull the yellow person onto the street, and then you're on the street? Uh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I so and then, time. yeah, right. Cause like, if you don't like, if for example, if you're like going to a new place, and then you want to see yeah. how it looks like before going. Yeah, correct, correct. Yes, I know why Chris doesn't use it. Okay, I cannot. I have no sense of direction. Stop. Maybe it. it's good for you, Chris. <laughs> no, I've used like you know you know you know um, like Google Maps has a thing where it says like walk straight, turn left. I get lost with that. Mm. I cannot deal with maps or directions. I'm just you can try the website, like on the you try open Google Maps on your laptop, and then you can walk around my virtually. Oh my god! Okay. So I, like, I've, I've used Street View a few times, but it's because um, I wanted to see like what buildings in certain locations look like. For example, if I have to go to a certain place. I want to know what mm, mm. the surrounding area or the building I'm looking for looks like so that when I go there, I have landmarks to look at because, as previously mentioned, I have no <coughs> sense of direction. <laughs> Perfect. Because, <laughs> like, the story that I want to say, I want to talk about is the guy that did, like, the exact same thing as you. Uh-huh. You know, usually when you're on Google... Street view, like people, their faces are like blurred, right? Uh huh. Oh yeah. To protect their privacy. Okay. Yes. And this guy who's gonna who talked about his story said, if you see someone there that has doesn't have their face blurred, you should watch out. Stop it! I have chills. <laughs> oh my god, my heart just. <clears throat> okay, okay. I'm trying to freeze right now. This is so scary. Oh my god! I haven't even properly started. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, 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 okay. Carry on, carry on. Okay, so this story is from a site where you can like post your own stories, like post your own like encounters that you had. So he started the story by saying that he was in the office alone at night. It was close to midnight, and he opened his laptop. So like just like what Chris said, he wanted to check like a location because okay, he had to go where, there. Where is this guy at is he what country? <laughs> Japan. <gasps> oh my god. It's like 10 times more scary now that you have my turn in Japan. <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay, 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 carry on, carry on, carry on. Yeah, he wanted to check the location that he was going to for a meeting. So he used like Google Maps and then he entered the address and confirmed the location. So like, when he opened like Street View, like the actual, like the actual, you know, where you can like explore, mm-hmm. he sees a crosswalk on a big street okay. and then he saw a woman that was not blurred. Okay. Oh, woman who was not blurred. Yeah. Like, the face is not blurred. Oh my god, okay. The image was still far, like, he hasn't zoomed in yet, but he could see that something was off. Okay. She was, was it not, like, a technical glitch or something? Like, okay, never mind. I'm just trying to, like, Why are you freaking out? Okay, so she was unusually pale. And her head was, like, leaning to one side. No. So, obviously, he found it odd, you know. And because she looked like she was a doll because of how pale she was. Like, you know, those dolls on strings. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's the name of those puppets? Um, Pinocchio. No, no, not Pinocchio. There's this... Okay, I can't think of the word. (laughs) But it's it's those, like, string puppets. Mm Mm-mm. Oh, oh my god, that's what I'm imagining right now. And the hits, oh, oh my god, okay. <laughs> so he like, saw how creepy it was, and then he started getting nervous. And then his heart rate set up. Like me lah, right now. <laughs> he was scared, and then he knew he shouldn't be looking at it. But, he zoomed in. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you know what? And then when he Why zoomed you... in, you can see the woman more clearly now. No, no, then, no, 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 Okay, go on, go on. He regretted it. I, I regret her it. Head, her head wasn't just tilting to the side. Her neck was broken. Honda! Ah. And oh my God. actually her back was facing the camera, but her head was turned towards the camera. No! Oh, damn. She was glaring straight at the camera, as though, he was straight, as though she was staring straight at the guy. Oh my god, I've chilled. Oh damn. My entire arm is just <laughs> goosebumps, dude. Uh, oh my god. Okay. And then but that's so cool. I want to see it. <laughs> I mean, you can explore Street View later. <laughs> I, I refuse. I, is there a way of like permanently like cancelling or deleting Street View from existence? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. And then for a moment, he thought he saw her mouth move. Oh my god, no. And then the computer screen went black. Oh my oh. god, no, 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 no. no, 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 no so no, you know no. when the screen is black, no. you can see yourself reflected on it. So you could see his face. But he was scared to look away. He was just looking at his eyes. That was reflected back. Oh my god. He was scared if he looked away, he would see like a woman standing behind him. Oh my god. Okay. So, so he was just staring and staring. Okay. And staring. And after a while, the computer turned back on. But the browser was gone. Oh my god. Throw the whole computer away. 
throw it out the window. He's in his office, dude. Oh, I don't care. You know what? Set set the office on fire. Just do so, it. <laughs> so like he thought the whole ordeal was like done. You know, he felt calm, starting to be calm again. Oh he God. he lit his cigarette. And then he didn't. He was still contemplating if like what well, he saw this, was this real a, or not. This is a no smoking PSA. If you don't want to get haunted, just don't smoke. <laughs> so after he finished smoking, he left the building, and he got home, got in his bed. But then you know he still couldn't forget about the woman's face. Okay. And he couldn't sleep for oh obvious God, okay. reasons. Does this guy live alone? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay. We'll get to that. Soon. Oh damn. Oh, yeah, we'll get to it. Okay. At some point, he drifted asleep. But then he like, you know, he awakened. He was conscious again. And then he found that he couldn't move his body. Oh he was god. in a sleep paralysis. Oh my god. I was gonna I was gonna say, was it sleep paralysis? Yep. You know, he was like thinking of what to do. Like because he doesn't know how to handle the situation. Okay. But then he heard the front door close. Oh. Oh no. He's gonna throw the whole apartment away now. He heard footsteps. He lives alone, so you know obviously no one should be in his house. He wanted to move, but he couldn't. Okay. He couldn't even open his eyes. Oh my god! Okay. And then the footsteps started getting closer and closer. Oh my god! And he heard his bedroom door open. No. And he heard footsteps walking towards him. Oh my god! Okay. He could feel he could feel a presence I'm right like, next to him. I'm like grabbing my desk so hard right now. <laughs> I wish I can see you. Oh my god! Yeah, I um, my nails are like digging into the underside of my table. I am freaked out. <laughs> and he felt the person coming closer, and he could hear the person breathing now because of how close the person was. Oh my god! Okay. And obviously, he's in a panic. His heart is beating really fast. He uh-huh. couldn't think straight. And then he felt a warm breath on his cheek. On his cheek? Followed by mm-hmm. a woman's voice saying, it hurts. Oh my god! Oh my yeah. god! And then his body jerked and then he could move his body again. And the presence disappeared. Oh my god! He hid in his blanket trying to get himself together to process what happened. But he couldn't. Because, you know, he's confused, scared, he's panicking. So he turned on the lights and the TV to distract himself. And he waited till the sun rose. He got ready for work and then left his house. Oh my god. And he went about his work as if nothing happened. As but if then, nothing happened? I would be like thinking about it at, like, every second of the day, this random woman's voice would be in my head. <laughs> Saying it hurts on replay. I mean, oh my uh. god. Uh, okay. <laughs> so during his break time, he went out to the convenience store to get coffee. So remember he, you know, remember, like, the previous day, he was checking the location uh-huh. of, like, where he was supposed to go. So he was at that location. Oh my god, okay. So he so he went to the place that he was looking for. Mm, so he's at the place. Oh my god. Okay. And now okay. he's out. Okay. He's out to the convenience store to get coffee. And then he he saw the exact same place that he saw on Street View. Oh my god. The crosswalk. 
Then there was a signboard at the place. It's a hit and run notice. <laughs> Calling for witnesses. And he looked at the date and the time. And guess what? Oh it was the same date and time as he was checking on Street View on his computer. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. End of story. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So he saw the ghost of the hit and run victim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she went all the way to his house to say it hurts. <laughs> oh my god, because I use that every day. Oh. Like every other day. When I actually have to travel, I use that. I am I, never using Street View ever again. Thank you for... Uh, Chris, don't you want to use it? Thank you for alerting me about um, the, 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 the cons of using um, Street View. Like, for example, seeing a freaking ghost. So, um... <laughs> I will send Google an email saying that I will never use its services ever again. Thank you very much. Oh God, but I want to know how the girl looks like. Why would you search that up? Okay, I went to search. There's nothing. Uh... Okay, but how... Because I want to see how a twisted neck looks like. <laughs> okay, I'm imagining it as one of those like... Like, she's so pale and she has, like, long black... Like, Sadako. But if Sadako oh, yeah. was, like, with her head tilted... That's, like, a typical, time. like, Japanese I mean, look. Yeah. Like that. I would... Oh, my God, that's so creepy. She... He heard her enter his apartment. And he mm-hmm. felt her breath. I'm coming for you, Chris. Oh, Shen... I am <laughs> locking my doors. <laughs> if anything ever happens to me, you know I'm going to Chris first because at least I get a good laugh. <laughs> Stop! Yeah, but then even if... He, he should have locked his front door, right? Yeah, but then she still got in, so... Locking no. doors isn't going to work, Chris. Okay, but she's a ghost, right? Like, she could just... I don't know, slide under the door or through walls. Like, okay, I, what I, the I, hell? okay, I don't want to think about it. But oh my god, this is so creepy. I have goosebumps everywhere. She's You're so easily scared. I I think Chris is the one. I am. Oh my. Okay. Remember how I told you? Like, I know somebody. No, I know somebody. Like, I thought of somebody who got like possessed after hearing a ghost story. Mm-hmm. Okay, please don't put that <laughs> on me, okay? My mom actually has a third eye, so I know this can actually happen. Oh my god, your mom has a third eye? Yeah, she has a third eye. Oh my god, she like... She had... She, she had, had a third eye. Oh my she god. moved in when she was 16. Oh or close to rather. You know the whole concept of a third eye is just so fascinating. Like the fact that... I... Some people can see the spirits. Apparently my brother should be able to see spirits... Because he was born with like the placenta covering his face, so they believe that <laughs> yeah they believe that children born like that are sensitive or like can see ghosts. But like, can he feel? I don't know. But like my brother was um saying that, for example, if he really did see ghosts, it's just normal to him. Like he wouldn't know what our normal is compared to his normal. Fair enough. But mm. from like what I've heard from my mom, they are actually really different from oh, like human beings. Like they're really like like the typical, you know, like bloody oh, God. um stuff kind of look. Yeah. But but at least wouldn't bloody mean that they had like a violent death? 
Like, okay, for yeah, example, yeah, what, if you, what if you died in your sleep and became a ghost? Like, do you have decomp? Like, do you look like a decomposing body or... But I think it's something to do also with your spirits that choose to live in this earth. Normally, when you die peacefully, I think you would naturally leave the earth. But uh-huh. if you die a more, you know, gruesome death, gruesome death, or, or you have or whatever, or you have something, yeah, then you would stay behind, and that gives that builds up on that look. And my mom said that at least, like, because you know, there's this whole talk about um, or like at least when we were younger. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but my mom has always told me never to sit on the first row of the movie theater. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I have yeah. sat the first row of a movie theatre when you went to watch freaking um Avatar the oh. Cameron one and okay. Um never again. Thank you yeah. for alerting me. Wow. Yeah, but I but that was, was when she was like yes, a teenager. She was that was when she was a teenager. So like it could have changed, but from what I heard, like movie theaters are still very haunted, like in Singapore. So oh my god. But why, yeah. why are they haunted? I'm not too sure why. But come on, if you were a ghost, you would want to see the movie theatre also, right? Yes, aircon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is why I would want to sit in a movie theatre. <laughs> oh my god, they get like free viewings. Of yeah, exactly. Movie they want. Exactly. I would want to hang out in a movie theatre. Oh yeah, but like, but like my mom said, like for those that look less gruesome, especially those that she saw in movie theatres, they just look like they haven't eaten, so they're very pale. Oh no! Right, it's very interesting though. Oh, like, yeah, but she stayed behind all the time. Yeah. Then they eat low. <laughs> they still look like they haven't eaten. They look malnourished. Come yeah, on, but they go. can't eat. They they just get really angry when like people sit on their seats. I mean, like, sorry, sir, we can't. I thought that was like a hungry ghost thing. That that most of my mom's like occurrences with like very violent ghosts happen during like like hungry ghost festival. But like she, she said that she saw them like on like regular basis. But they are more peaceful. It's just that during the Hungry Ghost Festival kind of period, it gets a lot more violent. Yeah. Oh dear. We should have a Hungry Ghost story next yeah. time. Oh my god. Yeah, my, That's right. I got you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, my mom. My mom <laughs> wasn't affected by the ghost, but um, she saw. I think. I think she wasn't so affected because she couldn't speak. Also because when she was younger, because you know in Singapore there used to be hills. So her house used to be at the top of a hill. Uh-huh. Like facing like the train tracks. And then she witnessed like a girl get hit by the train track. So like, oh my God. like a girl ran on the train track and then her mom was trying to get to her. But the train was too fast. So she literally watched the girl fly like from where she was standing on the hill like downwards. Yeah. Oh so God. after that, she was really traumatized and didn't talk for a very long period of time. So I guess to her, then she started normalizing the fact that she was living around ghosts. Like that's what she said. Like it wasn't really affecting her because she didn't talk or like didn't know what the norm was because she wasn't talking to anyone around her. So so she didn't go to school and stuff like that. So oh my God, that is yeah, that was when she was really young. Yeah, and she remembers it till today. Mm. Oh my God, that is that is terrifying. No, but I think it's so cool to have a third eye. Like, my my brother also has it. My older brother. Like, my younger brother, but the older of the two brothers has it. Yeah, he had it when he was younger. But I think it naturally closed. My mom had to actually go down to a temple to close it. Like, they had to force close her eye. So I've always been wondering how to kind of activate my mom's eye again. Like, Oh my god, no, <laughs> dude, don't do that. 
like yeah. okay there's one thing that I've learned um it's that you should never mess with spirits and yeah you, you really shouldn't and it's like there's a reason why people get their third eyes closed it's because they they see a lot of things they shouldn't see and correct yeah be seeing yeah correct. So I was wondering like seeing all those spirits or whatnot like I what I wonder if that traumatized your mom as well because like you know not all spirits are friendly you know what I mean like some of mm-hmm. them are pretty there are a lot of um malevolent spirits out there Mm. Yeah, I think it affected my mom to some point, but like I think she's gotten over it because she doesn't have that capacity anymore. But I mean, even like even like now, we encounter ghosts. Like I've told you guys about my house ghost stories, which I will save for next time. But oh my god, yeah, like you should. she becomes extra sensitive to ghosts. I think because her spirit is more vulnerable. But like so, like things like when we have ghost encounters, she's the first to be like attacked in that sense. Oh, mm. oh dear. Like, um, like there'll be visible marks on her body. Oh, oh my god. I've told you guys about this story before, have I? No? I, I think you have. Yeah, yeah. So my mom is like the most vulnerable. Like, if there are spirits around our house, my mom would probably be the first few because she, she can sense and see. And I think ghosts can also tell that she can sense and see. Oh my or god. See. So like, she becomes like their target. Oh, that was yeah. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. Now Chris can't sleep tonight. Oh, I cannot sleep. I'm going to be thinking about the freaking Street View ghost. Is that what it's <laughs> called? I'm just going to be thinking yeah. about her and like her voice going, it hurts. Oh my so God. next time when you're using Street View, be careful, Chris. Okay, Um, you know I'm not going to be using Street View anymore, like at all. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I doubt she'll be using Street View anyway. Okay, okay, stop attacking me. I mean, <laughs> if she leaves her house one day. Oh my god, okay, you're, you're just attacking every homebody out there right now. Homebodies, <laughs> I am so sorry. My friends just don't know what it feels like. Okay, I don't know how to segue this into the ending. It's okay. Your transitions are really smooth. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, mine's... Okay. Insert smooth <laughs> transition. All right. <laughs> okay. You can find more Hidden Among Us episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any podcast platform you listen to. This is Hidden Thank Among you. Us. Thank oh, you. That, that car just... Just said... <laughs> sir. Right. This is Hidden Among Us and see you next week. See you. Bye-bye. Bye.